Welcome to the Whiskey Lemon Podcast. I'm Lana Mercedes. Let's jump right into it. When I find myself slipping into this place of not having gratitude and just nitpicking at little things and not finding the positive in things, I really have to change my mindset and get in this attitude of gratitude, I like to call it. So this is not for the people that are really going through some tough times right now as the world is just, we're in such a crazy place. But this is for people that are just nitpicking on these little things and really need to find an attitude of gratitude. There are certain elements of our lives that we have to stop trying to control and just let them happen naturally for our sanity and our happiness. We have to get the idea out of our head that if something isn't perfect, it's bad. No one thing or person is perfect. We are unfortunately made to think that in order for us to be happy, we have to have perfect lives, that our friendship should never have disagreements, that our relationship is best when no one has a difference of opinion, and that anything that is not easy is incorrect. Wrong, wrong, and wrong. We, of course, should be in control of our lives, but what we should try not doing is forcing and manipulating it. A very exciting part about life is learning about one another. Disagreements or differences of opinion just give us more perspective in life. It helps us to understand those around us. There can also be a quirkiness to things that are imperfect. There's a woman I know where every time I would go to her house, she had pictures that were crooked. It used to drive me absolutely nuts, but I couldn't help but stare at them or slightly tap them as I passed one. Over time, I realized that either there was something going on in that house or the lady was doing something that would cause the photos to be crooked and it just became this quirky thing for me. I'd see photos and I'd just smile and sort of giggle to myself. After that, if I saw a photo that was straight, it almost made me wish a bit that it was crooked because crooked photos were just the thing at her house. This is simply for me to point out that these little things that we obsess over can distract us from what we are actually doing and what actually brings us joy. So back to the crooked picture house. Now, let's say that I would have just continued to stare at the photos on the wall. That would have wasted so much time. When in reality, I just chalked it up to something that was quirky and I would just smile to myself about it and continue to enjoy my visit. We don't want to allow things that bother us to distract us from the bigger picture. Now, I can go on about these little nitpicking imperfections that bothered me, but let's move on to the big stuff. Going through life with bumps along the way is a thing that none of us can avoid. It's natural. With that, we must always try our best to enjoy the journey and not be so obsessed with the destination. Say we find ourselves in financially challenging situations or not yet at a physical goal that we have set for ourselves. We may think when those changes are made, life will be perfect. However, something else usually comes up. It's part of life and remember, nothing is perfect. None of us have it completely together and we shouldn't expect anyone else to either. No matter how much social media may make it appear like lives are perfect and nothing is going wrong, it is far from the truth. We can allow our expectations of our own lives to be perpetuated by what we think we see in someone else's. There is no problem with wanting to enhance your life, getting financially stable, working on that healthier body, but that doesn't mean that you have to pause happiness until you get there. Have you heard the proverb, a beautiful thing is never perfect? Well, it's true. Do not use perfectionism as a reason to procrastinate on happiness or fulfilling things that you want to do in life. Instead of dreaming of this unattainably perfect life, we should embrace the life that we're living and not waste it in anticipation. One thing we must do to start making that conscious change is to realize that we cannot control every aspect of our lives. 
Do you ever notice that when you're searching for something that you lost, you can't find it until the moment you stop looking? It's all about where our energy and focus are being directed in that moment. We may not need that object in that moment, but we're so set on finding it right then and there just because we want it. When we stop anticipating and obsessing over a result we want in life, we can relax. And if that thing is meant for us to attain it, it will come to us at the right time. We do not have to force things to manipulate them into our lives. If they're meant to be, they will happen. It's not a coincidence. It's where we are directing our energy and focus in that moment. We have this constant battle as humans to seek to attain perfection by eliminating imperfection. We must separate judgment from feelings. It all stems from somewhere, whether it's an experience we've had, the perception of someone else, or a need to have control over something in our lives. Let's take the people in our lives, for example. Think of someone that you deeply care about. Do they have imperfections? Yes. Does that make them a bad person? No. Imperfections do not mean something is now damaged or bad. Instead of trying to control every aspect of our lives and force the perfect pieces in, we can be more accepting of change and allowing space for the perfectly imperfect pieces. While also allowing ourselves and our lives to be imperfect, we must also try to keep from expecting people or situations from being perfect and fitting into the mold that we want them to. It is important to take time to understand and see others' perspectives. It is also important to understand situations outside of our own viewpoint. Break some of your own rules and imagine a different outcome for what you have forced into your ideal for so long. Imagine a different outcome coming true and develop the tools to accept that outcome instead of only being able to process the one that you want. Let go of unrealistic standards and be self-aware. Only after we're honest with ourselves and realistic about having perfect things in life can we have acceptance, change, and peace of mind. I want to share something that a friend shared with me. Every time she prays, she asks to see something beautiful. I think it's a great practice, and although I don't always remember to include it, without a doubt, when I do, I see something beautiful. I saw a bird of paradise the other day, and whenever I see them, I'm so intrigued. The precision in their creation is so mesmerizing to me. Not to mention they're my grandmother's favorite flower, so when I see them, I feel like I'm a little bit closer to her. Since I also love the sound of something beautiful or the taste of a new food or the great feeling of a cool breeze on a hot day, I now ask in my prayer every day to experience something beautiful. Something that I have made a routine of to get out of nitpicking on things that don't matter is finding a place of gratitude. So every night I come up with three things that I'm grateful for. Oftentimes that includes that beautiful thing that I prayed to experience. My attitude of gratitude technique includes two components, having gratitude and expressing gratitude. Let's start off with the first one, which is how to have an attitude of gratitude. There are four ways that I maintain having an attitude of gratitude. Number one, I wake up grateful and excited to live each day Number two, I tell those that support me how grateful I am to have them. Number three, I acknowledge my accomplishments and I'm grateful to myself. And number four, I am grateful for where I am and what I have in life. There's a quote by Oprah that says, be thankful for what you have, you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never ever have enough. Those words could not resonate with me more. How you ask? 
There are 11 ways to be thankful for what you have. Number one, keep a journal. Number two, start by appreciating the little things. Number three, send out at least one appreciative text or email a day. Number four, find the positive in every situation. Number five, be present. Number six, stop comparing yourself to others. Number seven, downsize your life instead of constantly trying to upsize it. Number eight, let go of grudges. Number nine, smile even when you don't want to. Number 10, if you're going to give, do it unconditionally instead of with reservation. And number 11, take care of your mind and body. According to Adam Torrin of Entrepreneur, there are three reasons why we should have gratitude. It shifts our mindset, it creates solutions, and it's contagious. The second technique for my attitude of gratitude is expressing your gratitude. How often do you show appreciation? We tend to be so busy throughout the day that we take so much for granted. Are you thanking those that hold the door open for you? Did you thank the cashier when you went to the grocery store? Did you thank the server at the last restaurant you ate at? Not only is appreciation appreciated, it's also admired. I don't know about you, but I notice when I'm in the company of someone that expresses gratitude to those that help them versus someone who seems to just accept service as if it is owed to them. Always remember, gratitude goes a very long way. I want to make sure that we can all be a little more aware of the appreciation that we are showing. So here are 10 ways to express gratitude. Number one, be self-aware. Be observant. Be aware of your surroundings as well as how you affect them. Be aware of what you say and how you say it. Be aware of how you act and how it affects others. Number two, smile often. Sure, it's a small gesture, but as I mentioned, a little goes a long way. And in addition to having this type of positive attitude throughout the day, this will give others a boost of positive energy as well. Number three, verbalize it. Let's face it, a simple thank you or I appreciate it has never hurt anyone. Number four, live in the moment. Time is precious, so giving someone your undivided attention does more than you may even realize. People speak to be heard, not to be ignored. Soak up the moments you're living in without being distracted by what has happened in the past or what will happen in the future. Next week for episode 14, it will be all about balancing being present in the moment while planning for the future. Number five, give generously. When you're giving and When you're giving, give wholeheartedly. Do not go in with reservation because it shows. This doesn't mean give a gift of $1,000 instead of $100. It means give fully. Give with no condition. And don't be that person that keeps track of every kind gesture. Number six, buy a gift. This one speaks for itself. One piece of advice, take the extra step to get a gift that really has some thought behind it. The most sincere gift is when the person can truly tell that it was selected just for them. Number seven is hospitality. So yes, we're in this time of a pandemic where we're quarantining and we have to be socially distanced. But when we get back to some sense of normalcy, we can do something simple like having someone over for a cup of coffee or having them over for dessert. Number eight, write a letter. This works great when you can easily express your feelings when written down. Sometimes we may not even realize that we're good at this. But if you prefer texts and emails over a phone conversation, this may be a stronger suit of yours than you realize. Extend your engagement. 
Yes, contrary to what we learned as kids, talk to strangers. If you don't already, go beyond a smile and try a hello or good morning when you see a neighbor. Why not? It doesn't have to take up a lot of time. A simple greeting and a wave will get the job done. And number 10, help others do the same. I love, this is my favorite one. I love this one. If you recognize the great in someone, a great way to show appreciation is by allowing others to see the greatness in them as well. Let them know that you see greatness in them and you want to share it with other people. There's a quote by Voltaire, appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. My mention for this week's episode is you. I want to thank you for listening to my episodes each week. I want to thank you for engaging with my content, whether that is by subscribing, leaving a review, sharing the link of the podcast with a relative or friend, or following on social media. I am grateful for you. I hope this information was helpful and we will chat next week.